Tell me you did not say you were a girl. Tell me, tell me that you said you are a man. Welcome to the Geekscape Games podcast. This is level 19. Does no one like Grim Fandango? <laughs> Why are you being so quiet, Shane? This is, this is our super special, extra quiet edition of the Geekscape Games podcast. We're going to be getting nice and cozy with you and the last week in video games. You should, open, dead- the sh- Sorry. <laughs> Go. You should open the show with, oh, didn't see you there. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> I am your denizen of soundlessness, Shane O'Hare. With me are the two speechless specters themselves, Derek Cranevelt and Josh Jackson. Say hello, boys. Greetings. Hello. <laughs> and last but not least, introducing the only man in the world that can make me scream, Juan <laughs> Carlos. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. Uh, a, a little sleepy, but I was sleepy, but after that introduction, I'm uh, fucking wired now. <laughs> Fabulous. I can't be quiet. You can't be quiet. None of us can be quiet here at Geekscape Games because we are going to talk about everything that happened in the last week in video games, news, what we've been playing, and the answers to the mission objective. So let's get off first. I feel like I'm generally pretty quiet. Well, yeah, but um, you know, that's why I have a good compressor. I bring you up ah. and then it brings me down, but I still clip all the time. So the one thing that I was dying to talk about is that shortly after last uh, we recorded last week, uh, Juan sent us a video of... A new character in Super Smash Bros. Oh, God. Rayman. And I watched the vid and I was like, oh, it looks pretty good. And, you know, Juan was like, oh my God, oh my God, Rayman. And then Josh was like, oh, that fake amiibo is going to be real. And yada, yada, yada. And like a day and a half later, the guy that made the video was like, hey, it was fake. Let me show you how I made it. And, <laughs> and just, I could feel the, the, like, like the, 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 your embarrassment was palpable over your text messages. Like, uh, <laughs> oh. Oh, remember the, like, the old Bugs Bunny cartoons where he feels like a jerk and he turns into like a lollipop and then a donkey. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, that's exactly how I felt. Like horses ass, jackass, sucker. Um, yeah, man, I fell for it. Hulk, hook, line, and sinker. Uh, it looked convincing in <laughs> a video. Of like, oh, that's confirmed. You know. Yep, Rayman's confirmed. It's in. And then people were going nuts, uh, me included. Like, holy shit, this is going to open the doors for more DLC characters. Um, we were already contemplating what the next wave would include. And then, yeah, the next day we get the video of the guy swinging around his little swivel chair, putting his hands up like, gotcha. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you son of a bitch. You smug asshole. Yes. Which I, I, yeah. I, I, I love when things like that come out. Like that whole... Um, when Jimmy Kimmel started doing doing that, uh, like with the girl that was doing uh, like a, that twerk vid and like knocked over an fire. oil lamp, yeah, set herself oh, on yeah. fire. Like that's that's awesome. So I I thought I thought that was cool. Um, yeah, it, it was it was really well done. I mean, I, the the art the the talent that it takes to pull that stuff off. I mean, it's really impressive because he really goes and shows you how he did it, and it's not <laughs> easy. Like he put a lot of work into that. And it was more of a business card type thing, like he's trying to get people. So it's, I think it's Smashified, where he says he'll take requests from fans that if they want a certain character in, like to be like added to the roster through his art, that he can do it. But it's it, I'm really impressed. But yeah, of course, everyone feels a little silly, me especially, for already <laughs> like wanting. I wanted to post it on Geekscape, and I the only reason why I didn't get it on Geekscape because we had like security issues because we've been attacked by Russian mobsters or not mobsters, hackers. So <laughs> the same thing, right? Same thing, right. So <laughs> I couldn't log in because my stuff was compromised. So now Dostadanya Geekscape. <laughs> so now I want to thank Drago and Boris and Natasha <laughs> for uh, not giving me the opportunity to use my account because I would have just cemented my, um, my embarrassment even further so thank <laughs> yeah. you uh you 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 lucked out you lucked out um now if if there was um and this might be a uh oh shit this might be a good mission objective for this week we already have one planned out but um what characters would you like to see in a smash bros game i mean everybody kind of lost their shit over rayman but what what kind of characters uh you know you guys collectively would think you would love to have in uh the new smash bros bubsy bubsy 
Fuck you. <laughs> cool spot. Arrow the acrobat. Cool spot would be badass. Cool spot. The, hey, that cool spot game was good. I cool love spot that. was cool rad. Game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I want Thomas from the original Kung Fu game for Nintendo. <laughs> you know his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know his name. He has a name. Yeah. He has a name. I bet. I bet Shane would hate it if Tomba was included in the Smash Brothers game. Oh yeah, yeah. No, Tomba's Tomba's piece of shit. Did you guys watch that video that I posted? Ter- yeah. Nobody likes Tomba. Nobody likes Tomba. Carlos Lopez, only people. Bananas is coming for you right now. He's driving to yeah. Alaska. Only people He's with got a straight like razor. <laughs> um, Women yeah, so, hater like like Shane. <laughs> Tomba like, must be a woman. <laughs> yeah, Tomba has pink hair. He looks too much like a woman. So Shane automatically hates him. <laughs> obviously, obviously. Um, yeah, why don't you guys think of, think about that? We can have uh, we can have our own person. We can have two mission objectives this week. How's that sound? Okay, I thought we so. just answered Bubsy. Oh, f- fuck off. Okay, um, but no. In in real news, the one thing that I was quite intrigued about was that um, Sony Entertainment um, said that. Um, in a sort of a weird roundabout way that the last guardian is still in development and they're going to, it's going to be made. Bullshit. Um, um, yeah. Well, Bullshit. I have, um, Bullshit. basic, basically what Bullshit. happened was they, uh, they, the trademark for the game was abandoned after Sony failed to file a statement of use and it kind of like just fell apart. And then, you know, Sony was like, Oh, sorry, we fucked up. Uh, we forget. We've, uh, that its failure to file uh, their failure to file the extension request was quote unintentional. Um, uh, SCEE has confirmed to VideoGamer.com the people that kind of like brought this to, to my attention was that the Last Guardian is still in development but is yet to comment on the release for for the trademark cancellation. So that was an accident. I feel like at this point it's uh, going to be a Duke Nukem Forever like type situation where there's no way it's going to be worth it it'll be a ps5 launch game at this rate yeah yeah and, and when it comes out it's gonna it'll be a be, tech demo yeah and when it comes out it'll be five hours long with three hours of cutscenes. <laughs> <laughs> which it looked so good from that trailer and i was like i've been like every year i'm like this is the year guys this is the year and there's always like rumors before e3 and i'm like oh my god they're gonna do it and then it's always like nothing it's been and, six uh, fucking years yeah six really years. not long 2009 long. it's gonna be yeah, six it years. 2009 and oh. look, this is who we are. We've become Linus, and we're all in the goddamn pumpkin patch every goddamn year. With the sign say, "Welcome, Last Guardian. Welcome to E3," <laughs> and we look like jackasses more than the Rayman thing because we get our hopes up. And this is the year that, yeah, like just like you know, Derek said, like this is gonna be the year that finally comes out. PS4 launch title, no. Okay, now that the PS4 has its user base, this is gonna be the year it comes out, no. And now this year, uh, I, I'm just done. I'm done. I don't want. Well, then it's hear. always whenever they do like they never talk about it, but then whenever anyone asks about it, they're like, oh yes, it's still being yeah. worked on. We just haven't Blank talked Blank. about it in six years. Who the fuck does that? Why would you do that? <laughs> You're not fucking Valve. Like, come on. We're in an abusive relationship, everybody. Give us one fucking screenshot or something like that. Like, <laughs> I honestly forget that the game even exists until a new story comes out that it's still in development. Because it's been <laughs> it's been so long that I honestly don't even care anymore. I can go we, back I, and play my on. HD collection, my um, Eco and Shadow of the Colossus HD collection, and be fine. It reminds me of when games used to work, which I'm perfectly happy with. We need <laughs> we need to treat the Last Guardian. Wait, wait, you, you don't like you don't like post release patches. I don't like when I <laughs> when my Xbox One is already out of memory in less than a year because it's downloaded 200 gigs worth of patches and then it's missing 100 Whoa. gigs out of the box because of whatever background crap it has installed. Wow. Wow, that sucks. Never get a PC. <laughs> <laughs> no, trust me, I'm say working one? on it. <laughs> it, it it's the it's, uh, Last Guardian's the girl that always teases that she'll go out with you. But it's just that the timing is And then she never wrong. shows up. Right. And then we just need to treat The Last Guardian like that gunner girl. Like, just show... You know what, Last Guardian? We don't even care if you're coming out or not. We've moved on. I got plenty of other games that want to spend time with me. And they're quality games. We've got Assassin's Creed Unity now, Last yeah. Guardian. We don't need you. <laughs> they appreciate uh, my time. And I don't uh, need you, Last Guardian. So unless you're being serious and going to commit to a release date... So you can we, find me with my amiibos. Yeah, I. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I. I. I'm not gonna even give you the time of day. So talk to my, talk to us, Last Guardian. 
when you're ready for us. Yeah, but no, you say that. You say that. We all say that. But the moment there's like, hey, Last oh, Guardian uh, is still being, you're like, oh, yes, Last Guardian. Oh, no, nope. oh, I love you so much. <laughs> it's kind of like, it's like when you're a kid and you're like at the age where you're like starting to be like, oh, maybe Santa's bullshit. But then Christmas, like you, <laughs> Christmas approaches and you're like, I'm sorry, Santa, I'm sorry. Like when E3 rolls around this year again, we're going to be like, oh my God, this is the year. This is the year they're going to announce Last Guardian. That's... What are you guys looking forward to? Oh, Last Guardian? Yeah, me too. Like, I, I fucking refuse. nope. And then they won't announce anything. They, Last Guardian's let me down too many times already. It's let me down. And, and I, and you know what? I, I, I'm gonna say it. I've been smited. <laughs> I've been smited. Huh. You know, what? I think the analogy for the last Last Guardian isn't like the girlfriend that doesn't want to go out with you. It's the, it's the the deadbeat dad that just keeps not showing up for your birthday. Oh it's shit! Shane O'Hare <laughs> when he says he's gonna be twenty minutes. <laughs> Well, hey, and then it's two hey, hours. Shane O'Hare is the living embodiment of the Last Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to feel. Uh, I, I'm starting to feel about the Last Guardian like Shane feels about women. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm starting to. I I feel like the Last Guardian is like the girl who always tells you that she'll go out with you, and then it turns out she's not real. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Did I ever? Did I ever tell the story in the podcast about the time, the only time I ever played World of Warcraft, and I pretended to be a girl, and it creeped me out. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm not surprised over the fact that you played as a girl. I'm more surprised over the fact that you were creeped out. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, you've done so, some crazy shit, Shane, and that freaked you out. <laughs> story time. Story time. Um, so I, I played World of Warcraft for Bur- back in Br- Burning Crusade for about a month, a month and a half, and. I think I was like level 20. And I played a, a girl character. Um, I normally play girl characters when I have the option to. And, uh, so I mean, you can look kid- at their butts. And then he plays girl oh, characters yeah, no. in video games. Because I hate them and I want to see them die. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm just perpetuating the myth. Uh, anyway, so I named my character Chesty Melons. Jesus. And- <laughs> <laughs> was Chesty so LaRue a- taken? And... <laughs> Yeah. Or Hootie McGoob, who was that a boss character that you can take the name from? So, the name alone should have been a pretty big indication. Like, oh, that's not a girl. That's a dude. So, I'm like walking around in like the the place. You know, they had walls and stuff. I don't know. I don't know where it was. And this dude like messaged me. He's like, hey, how's it going? Um, You know, uh, you seem like a low level character. You know, is this your first time? I'm like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And he's like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Um, well, here, and he sent me some gear. And I'm like, oh, th- thanks. That's 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 kind of nice. He's like, hey, um, so uh, are you like really a girl? Oh no! And I just and I just saw all this shit that he sent me, and I'm like, Shane, <laughs> tell me you did not say you were a girl. Tell I me, said I was a girl. Of course, you, you would say you're a girl. Why not? Oh if you're gonna, god! If you're gonna get free stuff, then you know it's not. Dude, like, I got. S- I got stacks and stacks. He he had a lot of stuff for me, so <laughs> he he so wants like, to give the free stuff. You're doing him a favor. You're making him I'm feel shaking my head himself. so much right now. <laughs> I feel <laughs> I feel so ashamed for my actions. But anyway, so not really. I I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm a I'm a girl. <laughs> How you doing? And he's like, oh, yeah, blah blah blah. You know, just you know, if you need any help playing or whatever and tips and so he was. Every time I got online, like, I came home from work, I uh, would get on to, like, just play. He was always there. He's like, hey, it's great seeing you again. Oh, oh, I no. missed you. And I'm like, oh, fuck. This is getting weird. And then, um, hey, but he kept giving me gear. I'm like, hey, yeah, uh, you know, I need some gold for this. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah no problem, no problem. So, oh, so one day, you know, we, we were just, like, chatting in all chat and, or, like, private chat. I don't, I don't know. We were chatting to each other. He's like, hey, would you, would you ever think, would you ever want to, like, cyber or anything and i was like it's like oh god what have i done and but at the same time oh my god at the same time like, he was just so intrigued i do want I that, like, that helmet so i was like okay what do you have in mind oh my god shame shame <laughs> so he's like he's like well we can go to this like um like place that i know in the um like some like library or whatever and so i'm like all right (laughs) let's go what do you have in mind and 
he's like, all right, I have a really weird request, and I'm and this is before like, <laughs> I, I need to preface this. I didn't do anything the moment he said this. So I'm like, oh, all right, logged out, and th- the last time I ever played World of Warcraft is was when he said this. So like, I'm way too over my head, way in way way over my head. So we get we get to this like place. Cause there was like a bed or a couch there. He's like, "Oh, let's sit down here." I'm like, "Oh God, what am I doing?" But this guy's giving me so much gold, and I want to see what this freak has, has in mind. <laughs> so he's like, "He's like, hey, um, so uh, do you think you could maybe pretend to have a penis?" And I was like, "Oh, I can pretend pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I think I know how those things work." Um, he's like, "Cause I want you to, um, uh, I want you to pee in my butt." <laughs> oh my god! And I was like. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. No gold. No in-game items are worth any of this. So I logged out and I canceled my subscription. I have not touched World of Warcraft since. So the only and gold involved g- was a golden shower. Yeah. No. A, a gold anima. That's what he wanted. I was like, ah. Um, yeah. No. No. And granted, kind of, kind of did it a little bit of that to myself. But um. Yeah. Yeah. That was my last World of Warcraft experience. Does Jonathan London know about this story? I don't. And that because he's, he's going to. <laughs> yeah, he's going to. And that, explains, and, uh, and that explains. And that story explains why Shane hates women. And this story and more can be listened to on the St. Mort Show, <laughs> airing this Friday on the Geekscape that's, Network. Yeah, that's right. A quick little cross promotion. I'm going to be on the St. Mort Show this Friday. We had a fabulous conversation. Lots of laughs. Lots of stories. A lot of good things to be heard. So uh, go to geekscape.net and pull up the St. Mort show. But uh, I've rambled too much. Derek, what news item from this week are you most excited for that you want to talk about? Uh, I think we're out of time. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks Thanks for listening, it was, everybody. Uh, it was no, a special, um, special Golden Enema edition of the Geekscape Games podcast. Yeah. <laughs> there was a uh, note from uh, there was a, a recent investor meeting uh, from Nintendo. Uh, Satoru Iwata was talking about the port strike and said that that has had an impact on uh, regarding Amiibo and the new 3DS in the United States and Canada. So, you know, obviously, as we've been talking about every week and as many of the listeners and people in the world have been experiencing, pretty much any fucking Amiibo aside from like Mario and the Zelda characters are impossible to come by these days. Uh, we were just before the show, we were talking about how there's people already lined up outside of Best Buys, uh, because they will have a very limited number of the Meta Knight Amiibo tomorrow. Um, and who even wants Meta Knight? I want Meta Everyone. Knight. Who doesn't want all of them? Me? Who? I, I want all of them. We're forever. already in deep this far. We can't stop now. <laughs> you know, we're at, if I'm at 29 out of 55 or what, 52, however many characters there are, you know, you can't just stop. Yeah, we're more than halfway there. Yeah, Wait, exactly. How many characters are in the roster? 50, I think it's 52, isn't it? Yeah, 52 or something like that. I think it's 55 total, but that includes the Miis, which they won't yeah. make out of. They won't make Amiibos out of, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, in any hopefully. case, he said that. Um, <laughs> what if, know, no, said, wait, 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 idea, idea, idea. What if, what if, you know how in World of Warcraft, back to World of Warcraft, full circle, um, you can you can get a custom like f- statue of your, your character. What if they may, uh, Nintendo had a service of get a custom Mii Fighter Amiibo? No, because they like, can't even mass produce the ones that they have the ability to make. <laughs> okay, all right, touche, touche. Continue, Dirk. Uh, so yeah, like, and the, people speculate that that you know the only for North America the only actual release date we've had for any amiibo wave was Wave One, which hit on November twenty first, the same day as Smash Brothers. Um, I still so want that Wii Fit trainer. Yeah, uh, I bet you do. <laughs> I bet you do. Um, so the, yeah, they, uh, it's, it's pretty ridiculous, but this sports sports strikes port strike has been going on forever. Hopefully it'll end soon. The three DSs have been impossible to come by and pretty much all the amiibo. So it may be that there's just amiibo and three DSs just sitting on boats. Um, and then they have, they've said Where's that the it's Somali pri- pirates when we need them, go fucking <laughs> get those and bring them over to us. And they said that it hasn't affected games because games are very lightweight and amiibos and 3ds consoles are heavier. So they go by boat where they can just fly the, the games in. And so oh, that's you know, going to ask, cause I can't find monster hunter anywhere. So hopefully there's some Marths, hopefully there's some villagers and all that good stuff on these boats. Um, but there probably isn't. So don't get your I, hopes up. I just did the math. Um, saying that there are 50 character slots on the roster, 52 counting the Mii Fighter. Um, 
if we were to get all amiibos for the Smash Brothers series, you're going to be spending at $13 a pop. Don't make us. Don't do this. <laughs> do it. <laughs> do it. Without taxes, $650. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but but that doesn't include that doesn't include the gamers club unlock discount if you're getting them from best buy and, <laughs> and that doesn't include the gold and silver mario editions uh and that and then the, the toys r us ones are a dollar more yeah oh that's right they're 13.99 they're all 13.99 in canada oh my god 650 and what's the bucks. tax down there uh it's like well eight percent it's nine percent now, I think, in California. Oh yeah, that's right, nine percent. They 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 rose it. Ours is like twelve. Jesus. Well, this is so inside baseball. Local tax uh, for the Geekscape <laughs> Games podcast. Well, you get yeah, healthcare, uh, so. I yeah, think you get healthcare, but I think he's got to pay for it. But I'm um, so healthy, I don't need it. And we still pay for healthcare. Like it comes off my paycheck every every time I get paid. Yeah, I, yeah. I, well, and, and you guys get you know we pay for Social Security. You don't so. So I don't even really know what that is. Oh my god! Listen to this guy. Listen to this guy. Listen to this Canuck. <laughs> sounds like you're not. Even, it sounds like you're not American. <laughs> uh, did they ever? Did they say what the port strike was all about? Because I find that shit fascinating. Uh, they didn't. Um, uh. It's I don't know. There's tons of stuff. Uh, there's tons of stuff getting held back though, and when they do allow shipments in, it's typically things like food or important stuff and not amiibos. <laughs> and you know what the don't worst thing is. They're going to open up those crates and it's going to be full of Mario. <laughs> Probably, yeah. It'd be terrible. Um, all right, yeah. Um, so one thing actually I wanted to talk about, and I know I think I might have just stepped on one of you guys, um, because we talked uh, a few weeks ago about Rock Band 4 coming out um, when they released those songs. Uh, Bloomberg reported today that Harmonix uh, has confirmed that there is going to be another um, excuse me, Rock Band game, but they don't know um, if it's going to... Um, revitalize the plastic instrument trend. Um, but that's very, very exciting for me because I love the Rock Band games. Absolutely loved it. Um, and, and that seems like uh, Josh, you're a fan of rhythm games. Did you ever really get into Rock Band? I loved Rock Band. I played it all the time, and it huh. it bummed me out because the main reason I got it was because I wanted to play the drum kit. And then two songs in, my downstairs neighbors are pounding on the ceiling, telling me to shut up. So that was the end of that. Oh no way! But. Uh- <laughs> But yeah, no, I played that game to death. I had the Beatles, I had Rock Band 1, 2, and 3, um, pretty much almost every version that they released. So I'm really excited about the idea of another one. I'm just really hoping that there's a way that they're going to make the old instruments compatible, assuming that it's going to even use them, because there's no way that I'm going to spend all that money on new instruments. Yeah, and actually one thing that if anybody who's listening has the Paul McCartney Beatles Rock Band guitar, the bass guitar, I will, I will buy that off you. So hit me up at Shane O'Hare on Twitter because I I I missed the the full kit and I want that guitar so bad. I just realized so will the next rock band just be all Paul McCartney and Kanye West collaborations? <laughs> <laughs> um, or uh, the the Destiny song that uh, Paul McCartney did. You know what? Nothing? They should. You guys, didn't, you guys didn't know that? Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. The video was really weird. I didn't see the video. But anyway, we're, we're, we're digressing like a motherfucker. I think my World of Warcraft story has really sucked the energy out of the room. Um, Josh, what is the... It kind of made one... me not want to talk to you ever again. <laughs> ever again? Okay, good. Uh, Josh, what is something from this last week that you got super hype about? Um, well, the news that broke right before we started recording was that um, NIS America announced that we're getting localized versions of Disgaea 5, which was kind of a no-brainer. Um, Danganronpa, another episode the action spinoff to my game of the year that I was talking about a few weeks ago. They Mm -hmm. announced that for the fall for Vita, which got my wife, Megan, so excited that she started crying (laughs) when I read it to Mm -hmm. her. And lastly, and most interesting is this is, um, Rodea, the sky soldier, which is an RPG that's going to be for the Wii U and 3ds. And it's designed. There's not a lot known about it yet, except that it's going to be, designed by the he- by the creators of Sonic and Fatal Frame. It's a collaboration between the two. What? So well, that's a it- weird ass fucking like group of people. Yeah, and I'm looking at the screenshots and the creators of Good Sonic? Yeah, Sonic 1. Like from the <laughs> Genesis. 
Nice. Yuji Naka. Dude, the, the only good Sonic was Sonic 2. Get the shit There's out of here. There's so many good Sonics, but just none of them have been made in the last decade. No, no. And yeah. Sonic Generations was good. Sonic Generations. And well, and the, Game Boy Advan- the Game Boy Advance ones were good. Sonic Colors yeah, was good. And Sonic Colors was good, too. Like, it's weird. Remember it's the like ones the... when they had guns? Oh, God. That was my favorite. <laughs> Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> the one with the damn fourth Chaos Emerald. <laughs> no, but... Wait, wait, wait. They added a fourth Chaos Emerald? Well, no. There's seven anyway, but... Oh. There, it was, it was kind of like a meme before memes existed. Where, the, since the game was trying so hard to be edgy, there was this one cutscene where Shadow was like, "Where's the damned fourth Chaos Emerald?" Oh it, yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so it was like Jesus Christ. He was just like throwing out like half curses for no reason other than he's edgy and has a gun. <laughs> so if I want to be cool, I just need to curse and carry a pistol. Yeah, but we've known don't that you do that years. already? <laughs> That's what I. Yeah, well, I do curse a lot. Um, so what, what, uh, you said that they have screenshots out. What do they, um, what do they look like? Are they good? He's like, it's like an anime style character and he's like flying through the air in most of them. I, there's a YouTube video that I'm looking at right now and it looks pretty, it looks pretty interesting. It looks really more like fast paced, but I can't really tell what kind of game if it's supposed to be, if it's supposed to be like an art, an action game, an RPG, it's hard to tell. But oh. I just found out, I just found out about this game, literally ten minutes before we started recording. Oh, and so you just not, you don't you don't know much about it? Yeah, but it's it's background like the people behind it, the way that it looks. It I can't remember the name of the game. Maybe one of you guys could help me out. But it looks and kind of gives me the feeling of this one rail shooter on PS2. Um, it was called like Guns. God, that I'm sure that helps. But it was called. <laughs> It's called Guns. Guns. I don't remember. It was like a one word gun something. It was like an anime style. Was it Gungrave? No, not Gungrave or Megan saying Gunpee. Not Gunpee either. Gunpee. Isn't Gunpee the guy that made the fucking Game Boy? Um, yeah, I think it was his Gun- last game, right? No, Something he made like the that. Game Boy. Gunpei Yukoi. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. The game <laughs> had nothing to do with him, I don't think. But Okay. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll definitely... Um, Take uh find more information because the screenshots look fucking cool. Um, yeah, no, and in really actually some very in, in some very solemn sad news, um, um, the the lovely Juan Carlos has had to step out and will not be completing this episode of Geekscape Games podcast. So our show just <sighs> became a hundred percent less sexy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we are all over the place tonight. Um. <laughs> One thing that um, I didn't talk about last week that Derek uh, looks like you put um, in the list is that uh, this is the police uh, got picked up by Team Seventeen. Um, I um, this is the this is the police looks uh, is like a strategy and like point click adventure game um, that is super stylized and they just announced a uh, a Kickstarter campaign uh, last week and it looks like Team Seventeen picked up the um the game uh without um finishing the kickstarter campaign um it is the lead character is voiced by john st john uh the duke nukem himself um and it looks fucking phenomenal did you get uh did you get a chance to look at the trailer derek uh yeah we talked about it last week we did oh i did watch the trailer last week yeah we didn't talk about it okay well i watched it and it looked awesome that it okay (laughs) yeah i don't really remember because it was a week ago so (laughs) um okay um yeah, I, I oh fuck. Uh, this is the most disorganized episode ever. It's that World of Warcraft. I'm organized. What are, you, what are you talking about? All right, well then. Yeah, we've right, been then, organized then, for like an hour and a half. And I was doing work. All right, Derek, bring us home then. Uh so, uh, Shadow of Mordor, uh, which got a lot of praise last year, uh, is getting some new DLC, which actually lets you fight Sauron, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, I read you have to this. have the game finished, or what's the prerequisites to being able to do that? I don't know. Actually, I didn't. It doesn't. It doesn't display that. But it basically says uh, you get a new ability granted by the ring, um, which will play an important role. And do you get? Do you end up getting the one ring in the game? No, I never. I never finished it. Uh, so it says. Uh, yeah, what I'm most excited for in the. So this is the direct games director. He said what he's most excited for in the Bright Lord. So that's what the DLC is called. 
uh, is that we get to take re- take the chance to respond to player feedback from the main game. In particular, we got to deliver a really epic final boss fight against the Dark Lord himself that combines battling against Sauron with the enemies from the Nemesis system and making full use of the power of the One Ring. Um, so you'll get a new ability granted by the ring as you build towers and dominate followers. In Mordor, you can use the One Ring to summon them into battle. This is combined with the ability to, ability to harvest health from your followers, which is handier, although a bit more ruthless, than using flowers for survival. Um, <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go pick They're, up some flowers or suck the soul out of your, your, your <laughs> allies. They Got will uh, level. The enemies are going to be even harder as well. So level caps go up to twenty five instead of twenty, uh, and the Uruk's abilities have been adjusted to make them more, far more challenging. Um, and then this, so it takes place in the same place as the main Shadow of the Mordor game, so Udun Valley. Um, though it's set during during things, it says things will look differently than they do in Talion's time because the DLC is set at a time during the height of Sauron's power. So the army is more powerful and built up, and. Uh, the ruins seen in Shadow of Mordor will be depicted as brand new buildings still under construction. Ooh. So um, that's pretty cool. That was all. Uh, so it's, all, it sounds all like info. a full on like expansion pack, and not just. It like... like it's it'll be pretty a pretty decent. It's no release date out yet, but it's expected to be soon. The previous DLC was about ten bucks. So hmm. um, yeah, that was all from IGN. I thought it's it sounds like it's still a game that I need to get back to and finish, but it sounds like a really pretty rad DLC. DLC. Yeah. No, and it yeah. sounds really interesting, but. And I hate to be the cynical one, but the... Hey, that's my job. No, it's my job this time. You can't be the only cynical one. You already got to tell your story and, I guess, lighten the mood? Is that what, <laughs> is that what happened? I don't even know, but... but like, I feel was, dirty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I felt like I needed to take a shower, but... Uh, and not golden either. But anyway, um... <laughs> um... I don't. I know neither of you. you neither of you have finished Shadow of Mordor, right? No, not yet. No, no. So, and it's funny that they said they're listening to fan feedback and they're adding a, like a really like epic final boss fight against Sauron, because it makes it feel like in my cynical head that they're turning a a real ending into DLC because the f- final boss fight was just like a two button QTE and then it ends really abruptly. And it really? just, yeah, and it was just so. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. It yeah. was like, and like, I don't know. I don't want to spoil too much. Maybe down the road when you guys finish it, we could talk about it more. But long, like long story short, it was you fight like this really huge character, or at least it's implied that it's this huge character in Lord of the Rings lore, and then you kill him in two or three QTEs, and then it just rolls credits. And, really? Yeah, and then one like when you take into account the rest of the game where you're having all these badass fights with all these Oruks and everything and hunting down all of the generals and manipulating the nemesis system only for the end to not take any of that into a, account and end in a three-minute cutscene with three button inputs, it was just so bad. It was like such a buzzkill once you got to the end. Mm-hmm. So it was very like Mass Effect three kind of ending, where it's like didn't the, it didn't fulfill what you've done? You didn't f- f- feel fulfilled compared to what you've done leading up to it. Kind of. It reminds me more of Azura's Wrath, if you guys remember that game or played it at all. But I'm betting since I haven't, Derek hasn't. No, I have not. <laughs> it, it was basic. It was an action game where the ending was really ambiguous, and then Capcom ended up selling the real, the true ending as DLC later on. Oh, really? <laughs> for like 10 bucks or something like that. And that's kind of the vibe I'm getting off of this. Not necessarily that it's going to be a true ending because, you know, they're making it sound like it's going to be something like more of like a prequel. Right. But it feels more like they're selling the payoff that you were expecting from the original version as a separate mm. thing. Not that, yeah, I... not that it's not interesting or that I wouldn't consider getting it because I'm. I was really absorbed in that game and its world and everything about it, but it just reminds me of how disappointing the end was. And I and once I got to the second area, I got completely burnt out and just didn't feel like doing everything that I had just done all over again because it was like you know go here do this go here do that you know climb the tower clear it 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 it, it gave me that like Assassin's Creed one burnout feel where. Um, in the first Assassin's Creed, there was all this like tedious shit you had to do to get like a full sync, um, and they they got rid oh, of that. Oh, it was so fucking boring. Yeah, it's and like, they got you... rid of that in, 
second like too, one, but I. F- mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just gonna say once you set up, uh, once you sat in your tenth bench, you're kind of like, all right, I'm over. This <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I, I got that big like AC one vibe once I get to the second area, and I'm like, eh. And I haven't, I haven't fucking touched it since. That was months ago. It was months ago. And what I have, oh, well, when we get to the games, but the game section, but I have picked up. I did try Assassin's Creed again. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my god. So um. Yeah, let's, uh, what do you say, unless there's anything else in the news any of you guys want to talk about, um, we get to our games of the week? Uh, I just wanted to note that uh, one of Geekscape's good friends, and he's part of the Geekscape uh, podcast every week, uh, Kenny Craig, who goes by at, at Crippled Kenny on Twitter, he's just, uh, he does a lot of Twitch streaming where he, uh, you know, he does giveaways and he's, he's <clears throat> looks like he's got actually a pretty strong following on there. But it uh, looks like they're starting to throw up um, some like walkthroughs of games onto the Geekscape TV uh, YouTube channel. So uh, right now he's got a like an hour long, hour and ten minute long video of the first chunk of Dying Light on there. So if that's still a game that you were thinking about picking up or haven't picked up yet or just want to learn more about, he's got a great walkthrough of the first bit. And he played more today, so I'm imagining there'll be more up there at some point soon. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Make sure you guys but- subscribe to our channel too because... Uh, come uh, convention season, we're going to be putting up a lot of videos, right? I hope Tot- so. Totes. <laughs> Hopefully. Totes. Hopefully, yeah. That's Hopefully. the plan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, uh, games of the week. Um, let me just get uh, through mine real quick. Uh, I put in Assassin's Creed Unity again. Uh, I rolled a new story. Yep, uh, I think I'm going to sell the game. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck Unity. Just fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. Um <laughs> And then uh, kind of a uh, an ender to my uh, bad juju like quest from last week in Destiny. I got bad juju. It was quite satisfying. Uh, now that I have nothing to fight for, uh, I'm bored. So that's going to go up until probably the next expansion uh, comes out. And then besides that, I was playing the real life version of DJ Hero and um, had a very very stressful um, all vinyl nights DJing last night, uh, which was probably. Um, more stressful than the time I DJed for Stan Lee at Comic-Con, believe it or not. Um, and you can hear more about that story on the St. Mort Show coming out tomorrow. See how I did that? Nice little nice segue. Plug. Yeah, yeah, I'm all about nice plugs. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, uh, Derek, what have you been playing this last week? Uh, so I've been mostly mobile this last week. I've had kind of a really busy week. So I um, just downloaded this... Uh, brand new it's a brand new ios game it's called alto's adventure mm-hmm. um and i am digging it it's uh did you guys ever play it was an android and an ios game called tiny wings no, no. i heard i heard all about that everyone was like circle jerking but i never so picked I, it up. I was part of that circle jerk i was super addicted to it for super long it's uh it's kind of like it kind of plays like a more elegant version of tiny wings except you play this like dude who's like a you're, you're like this dude who's like a snowboarder or no he jumps on skis because it's like goats are getting away or something and and it base the basically the game amounts to uh jumping over like rocks and like chasms and stuff like that and trying to get as many points as you can by doing like backflips and stuff but the art style is really 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 gorgeous um is this like whales trail do you ever play that game no i don't know what that is oh uh, where you have to, like you you tap to hold to jump essentially no, it's not like that. It's like it, he kind of moves automatically, and you tap or hold when you when you want to jump or do the backflips. But yeah, it's very very limited interaction with it. But and it's about oh, and it's all procedurally generated, so the map will change each and every time because basically you play until you fall, and then you have to start again. So um, it sounds uh, like uh, Whale's Trail, which is one of my favorite. Oh yeah, f- favorite like uh, mobile games. Yeah, and, and the yeah. art style is I just looked it up. Looks brilliant in Alto. Yeah. Yeah, it's super gorgeous. The music's really good. I've I can't put it down. It's like two bucks. So I've been playing that. I've also been um, trying to get it more into like the board games on the iPad and stuff. So I've been playing a lot of Ticket to Ride this past week with uh, uh, my fiance and Flux. I was thinking about picking up a paper version, and I was like, I'm gonna pick up the iPad one first for like a dollar. It's this neat card game where you like. When you start, the only two rules are that on your turn you have to pick up a card and you have to play a card, mm-hmm. but that basically you have like your hand will be filled with like rule cards and stuff too so you can actually change the rules of the game and even the goal of the game while the game is being played um so it's really cool because it's just constantly evolving and it can be things like do you do you remember comic-con a few years ago uh that guy um that was with us that was on the geekscape podcast uh uh george 
Rockwell, I think his name was. Sorry, no way. Is that a, anyway? He had that game called Skitty Kits, that card game. It sounds like that. So if anybody's in a uh, card games, that's all about like changing the rules. Or, I guess like Flux. Check out, look up Skitty Kits. Yeah, no, I I, br- I vaguely remember that. Yeah, but uh, but no, that one's really fun. And I also downloaded uh, Pokemon Shuffle uh, a few days ago, which is also what really is addicting. That? Pokemon Shuffle is a it's actually a free to play title on the 3ds. Um, it's basically it basically amounts to like a match three puzzle game, um, except it kind of makes it really interesting because like the the uh, icons that you're matching uh, down on the bottom screen are the Pokemon that you're using in this battle, oh. and so you're basically like they you know they'll have special abilities based on how many of them you're um, you're lining up at once, and each like each Pokemon will have a different ability too. Though some of them are the same, but you're basically fighting like a wild Pokemon or fighting in a battle, and you're doing damage to them based on their weaknesses. Like like of course yeah, if it's a fire Pokemon and I'm using Squirtle or something like that, each each attack is going to do more damage because of Charmander's weakness. Um, so it kind of like kind of makes it neat, and they'll also like attack you back, which will make like maybe make it so you can't match certain tiles and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool, and and it's free to play. So you basically each battle uses like a heart, um, and uh, your hearts like recharge like every thirty minutes or something like that, or you can buy them. But I feel like I played, uh. I've I've played for like a bunch of hours, and I not a bunch of hours, a couple of hours in total, and I haven't spent a dime yet. But it's it's super like it's it's really fun like i almost have because i've been like out of I, you know i use the once i'm out of hearts i'm like well i should get on to the other shit i should be doing instead of this but uh it's it's almost so addicting that i would spend money on it now, but it's it's really fun you, you know you said like um buying hearts reminded me I, I have a game that i picked up last night called trivia crack on android and it's on <laughs> ios i've played it i couldn't get into it yeah well i actually i, I scanned my facebook friends and sent you a uh a match request so you should pick it up because we don't play games together ever because you hate me so um <laughs> we, we need to we need to get um okay I hate shane like shane hates women <laughs> <laughs> uh, lis- listener secondary mission objective uh let's get some money together to renew Derek's playstation plus so me and him can play destiny oh my god <laughs> we can do that but you should i'm like, only like level 20 anyways man i can pu- i can i can pull you i'll pull you i'm 29 i'm 29 i got bad juju baby 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 please um Josh, what have you been playing this last week? And please um, tell me more Criminal Girls. I'm all about actually, that pink mist. Actually, no, I haven't touched Criminal Girls. <laughs> I'm sorry to disappoint you, but Monster Hunter came out, so that was That's pretty right. much all I was playing since Friday. Um, which, at first, I was kind of disappointed a little bit, only because it felt exactly like 3, to the point where the a lot of the animations were the same, the graphics were exactly the same. And it just felt almost like a copy-paste job. That was until I got deeper into the game and really started to dive into the climbing mechanics more and the mounting mechanics were able to grab onto the monster's backs and kind of attack their weak points in a different way. And exploring you hit, the hit new... their weak point for massive damage? For, uh, for mediocre damage. Oh, please tell yeah. me you got that reference. Yeah, there's no crabs okay. in this game though. At least not yet. <laughs> that's that that that's reserved for criminal girls. <laughs> so. God damn it! But Jesus in- Christ! And and my story about someone wanting me to pee in their butt was weird. Okay, yeah, it was weird. It was weird. It was weird. I'm glad no one else is in this house right now. If they just heard that out of context. <laughs> well, well, I hope I hope you leveled up in that case. <laughs> I leveled up. <laughs> he, st- I think he, based on his story, he stopped leveling up forever. <laughs> or he, the other guy was just trying to level up. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so you, sorry, you were saying. No, just um, in particular, the new um, insect glaive, I believe it's called, mm-hmm. is one of the two new weapons in the game. And I wanted to use one of the new weapons so it didn't feel so similar. But this weapon feels like it breaks the game almost because i realize that you could use it to vault and then jump on top of the monster's backs without having to climb up on a ledge first like you would normally have to with the other weapons so it's like i just keep climbing on him knocking him over and then when me and megan play together like we just hack away at it and then we're beating these supposed difficult monsters in like 10 minutes hmm. but it's it's so a is lot it really of imbalanced you, th- you think it like like it's really cheap or um, it's gonna 
uh, if you keep if you keep playing that way, you're going to get crippled. Like you're 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 not going to get. I, I I don't think like because you don't level up your character in that game. You you get just get better gear. So right. do you and think it do you think it'll ruin the game or handicap you in the future? Um, not necessarily because one, it seems like this game has a lot more. Like more of the enemies either fly or hang, so you wouldn't really be able to get to them otherwise, unless you either use that weapon or a ranged one. And okay. not only that, but this particular weapon seems like it's really hard to because I mean you you've played Monster Hunter before, so you know how when you kill a new monster, uh, you could usually make new weapons out of their out of the loot that you get from them. Mm-hmm. But this particular weapon. I was like, I played 15 hours of the game before I was able to buy another version of this weapon outside the default one. Oh, really? So you, it feels or even like, build one? Right. So it seems like it's balancing out in the sense that you can't buy stronger, ver- or the stronger versions that you can buy are fewer and far between because otherwise you would just be able to, if you were able to abuse the climbing without, but then still being able to upgrade your weapon as often as you are with the other ones, then it would be like you'd be overpowered from a strength standpoint and from the vaulting mechanic standpoint. But I feel like it balances out a little bit more that way. And as I progress through the game more and I fight stronger monsters, we'll see how um, how that plays into it. Because usually with the Monster Hunter games, the real meat of it is after you beat the story and everything and you're fighting all of the super overpowered monsters and needing to group up with people in order to beat them. So we'll see how it is from that point. Hmm. But then I, I'm, I'm so excited for it. Like, and I went, I went, I called every store in Wasilla today and nobody has it. So I think I'm gonna have to bite the bullet and download it from the eShop because, uh, I have a hunt tomorrow and I just, I hate eShop games. I, I, I'm sorry, Nintendo. It just, your, your policies bug me. Yeah. I hardly ever download anything unless it's, only available on the eShop. Yeah, but if I, I, get I it... have I have one game that's only available on the eShop, and that's the only thing I've ever bought on it. Mm-hmm. And then, real quick, the other two that I were playing was playing were um, I don't even know how to pronounce the main title, but the subtitle is the Firefly Diary. <laughs> um, it's Hittle this pound Nick Hittle hashtag Nick. I don't know, <laughs> but regardless, it's a it's like a puzzle platformer. Where on the Vita, yeah, on the Vita, and <laughs> is that your you favorite ba- console? It, that's the one that I get all the review copies for. Ah, uh. so I'm um, not that I'm complaining because I'm I've found quite a few gems that I probably would have never played otherwise. But um, on this one, you're supposed to guide this little girl th- like from point A to point B, but there's all these obstacles in the way, and basically you play it. You're controlling two fireflies one that's in the one that's in the foreground that you control with the touch screen and then oh okay, one thing to pre- uh, to preface that with the entire game is controlled by the t- uh front and rear touch screens there's no uh button controls in this at all mm. so you use the front screen no no to... is that a hindrance or is it is it, it uh, crippling the game is that a problem or is it intuitive it's the front screen's intuitive, where you just drag your finger from spot to spot, and she follows wherever the um, wherever you touch on the front screen. Now, the part that gets a little weird is on the back screen. Uh, you control a different firefly that moves in the shadows, and it can only cross through areas that the shadows are touching, so you have to manipulate the environment to where the sh- uh, shadows connect, and you can flip switches or do whatever you need to do to open up the environment so you can continue on. But the thing mm. is, the way that I hold the Vita, I'm constantly tapping the rear touchpad by accident. Oh. And I'll keep moving things around that I don't want to, or I'll free Because when you, when you switch to the back pad, the game freezes while you move through the shadows, as opposed to the front one, where it continues to move wherever you... you know, despite you using that control scheme. So there's been plenty of times where I've screwed up, or I've hit the wrong switch, because I tapped the back pad by mistake. But I mean, so far it's a fun it's it's a fun little puzzle platformer. It's uh it's pretty it's getting pretty challenging. I'm close to the end of it, and there should be a review up for it by tomorrow. 
A uh, little sneak pre uh, sneak preview of your review. Do you um would you give it a buy rating or would you give it a pass rating? I would give it a buy, but it's nothing to rush out and get. It the art the two D art style is really well done. I think uh, the gameplay is pretty creative and innovative on certain puzzles. Although the whole indie puzzle platformer genre is kind of getting a little worn. I think. Ah, uh, played out. Yeah, but. This one brings enough of the interesting um, brings enough interesting ideas to keep to keep you hooked until the end of it, um, and it it seems and it's a lot darker than you would expect as far as the themes and stuff. There's no text that tells you the story, but you find hidden collectibles that give you flashbacks of the girl's life before she was wherever she's at in the main game, and it just seems like it's a lot like more darker and a little more disturbing than you'd expect. Hmm. But then and then lastly just to give you a little bit of uh a little bit of something to look forward to although it's not criminal girls, I got <laughs> Hyper Devotion Noir, which is the strategy RPG spin-off to Hyper Dimension Neptunia and I just started it, but you get to, if you use a special ability next to a different party member, uh the special ability gets powered up because the other party member gives them a kiss for luck. So nice. every time, every time you use the ability, they give them a little smooch on the cheek. Oh, that's cute. And it's very uh, the art style for that game is really like chibi, like cutesy, isn't it? Yeah. So it's so. not like well, it's not it's not like uh, Criminal Girls or anything, but it's still pretty adorable. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's. Supposed to I think it's gonna be my more. game of the year. Criminal Girls yeah. gonna be my game of the year. Yeah, it'll be your game of the year, and you wouldn't have even played it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, clarifi- uh, clarifying, um, a, the main title of that game is Hataru no Nikki, um, but it's just written all retarded. So, oh, Hataru is no that Nikki. What it's supposed to be? Yeah, Hataru no Nikki, the Firefly's Diary. Okay. Well, I'm glad well, someone um, figured that out because I wasn't going to. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, what do you say we get into mission objectives, guys? Perfect. Derek, are you okay with that? Just- Let's do it. Okay. Um, last week we asked you guys, what is your dream video game mashup? Um, and we had a lot of good responses. Um, Nathan B. said, 50 Shades of Grey with Mortal Kombat. Whole new meaning to finish her. Or finish him. Both. Why not? Um, Mike B. said, no relation to Nathan B. See, this time, this time it actually works. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Batman and Grand Theft Auto. You either play as Batman and hunt down bad guys or play as a bad guy and evade Batman. Or... Mix modern Sonic with a retro Sonic, then carefully extract the modern bad the badassness out of it until it's just just good old Sonic game. Ha! Huh. What a wonderful idea. Ha! Huh. Ha! Huh. And then he emphasized a pattering of tears. I feel like those two games already exist. Batman and Grand Theft Auto, isn't that Arkham? And then, no, but he he said he noted being able to play as the villains as well. Oh, so like a multiplayer kind of thing. Is it? What, isn't there? Isn't there like a Team Fortress game where? Uh, it's like Gotham yeah. Impos- Gotham City, City Imposters. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Modern Sonic with Retro Sonic. That was Sonic Generations, and that was a good game, wasn't it? Yeah, I liked it a lot. Uh, I, sh- I need to pick that up. I've been meaning to pick that up. Uh, Graham H. said Civilization and Halo, Jurassic Park, and Far Cry. Um, those both sound like amazing mashups. Uh, Nathan M., uh, This War of Mine and Marvel's Civil War storyline. He's already had me at This War of Mine. You can still scavenge for supplies and food, but getting caught can mean the end of a valuable and powerful superhero or cause your whole base to come out and fight. Instead of people looking for shelter in your home um, or base throughout the game, you have heroes leaving one side of the fight to join or infiltrate and sabotage the other. Playing characters will be able to do this too. Going out to scavenge could also mean recruiting new heroes to your cause or ensuring rival heroes never make it back to their base. In the end, how Civil War actually ends depends on your tactics and your ability to survive just like in this war of mine. Um, our great that sounds le- really good. Yeah, that's that's a really good idea. Um, uh, uh, Marvel, call Eleven uh, Bit Studios. Get that shit. Get on that shit. We don't need any more movies, okay? We don't and ask need- them when the iPad version's coming out. Because <laughs> um, I'm still waiting for it. Uh, I'll call. I'll call. Uh, um, oh my god, I can't remember his name. I'll call him. I'll, give, I'll, I'll. You know, we're 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 Snapchat buddies. Me and the guys over Eleven Bit. So, <laughs> um, our glorious leader Jonathan London said another Studio Ghibli game. Ghibli or Ghibli? Ghibli? Giblets. Studio Giblets. Giblets. <laughs> Studio Giblets game, this time exploring the various Ghibli characters and worlds in Disney Infinity fashion. Then again, I can just wait five to ten years for Disney to buy Studio Ghibli, Ghibli and then play it as uh, Disney Infinity characters. He already has an, uh, an amiibo addiction, so I don't think 
We can't we can't get him on a, a Disney Infinity addiction. Um, Eric F. Is that our Eric F. or a different Eric F. Derek. Pardon me, sorry. <laughs> Eric F. Is that our Eric F. <laughs> that or is a... our Eric. Yes. Jesus Christ, man. Hey, get your head in the game. Hey. hey. I'm I'm sorry. I was just looking at Jason Momoa as Aquaman. <laughs> okay. Hey. Just just revealed. It's it's okay. Oh wow wow great. This is a video game podcast. All right, get your comic book shit out of here. Uh, Eric Francisco movie, said, but... "I have two. Literally a Tekken Dead or Alive crossover with a Dead Dead or Alive fight engine. Um, the other a Mortal Kombat game." On Scorpion and or Sub Zero, but played like Ninja Gaiden. All of the side MK games have been nothing but weird side scrollers. What the fuck? Um, I like that Ninja Gaiden um, uh, story. Uh, Peter M says Telltale Games presents X Files. Oh fuck yeah, Peter M, you and me, we're on the same page. That would be amazing. I remember playing a PlayStation One like point and click adventure game um, that was like all FMV, uh, where you were a FBI agent trying to figure out what happened to Mulder and Scully. Um, that would be awesome. That would be rad. I would love to see that. Um, Carlos L said a Gravity Falls game would be great and let WayForward make the game as well. Jeremy S said Spy Hunter and Forza Horizon 2 open world spy racing game. Missiles, bullets, and oil sucks along the way with customizing a variety of real cars. That is a fabulous idea. Um, and Raymond R said Crota Trigger and Bone, uh, like the, the comic. That is a brilliant idea. Any of you guys ever read Bone? No, nah. no, I've heard it's excellent. Yeah, it's that that would be an amazing mashup, be an amazing mashup. Uh, then uh, the man known as Jesse said, "Breaking Dead, Walter White is alive. Problem is the world around him isn't." Todd took some shortcuts when making blue meth, creating an airborne toxic that alters all biological matter within a hundred yard radius. As Walt barely escapes the hospital into his family's apartment, he is greeted by his son walking on his own for the first time, with half his intestines spilling out and his mother's blood all around his mouth. That sounds really cool. Uh, I think that would be maybe Telltale could could do that. <clears throat> Joshua M, no relation, uh, said Mega Man X Command Mission, and I did look that up, and it was like a um, Mega Man meets um, Final Fantasy, um, uh, you know, turn-based um, RPG. It looks pretty cool, but it looks like it was only released in no, it was released in North America, huh? Yeah, it yeah. So Mega Man really X bad. Command Mission, you, oh, it was bad. You didn't like it? No, it was. <laughs> you just it was, so it was, down. No, it was, yeah, it was put together really poorly. It was just, it moved really slow. That was its biggest problem. Ah, ah, so like any Final Fantasy game? Uh, no, Sam even slower S- than that. Oh, Jesus. Sam S. said, Pokken Tournament is already uh, realizing one of mine. If I was to say another, it would be Elder Scrolls-sized Pokemon sandbox with multiplayer. Maybe I'm a fan of Pokemon. Uh, Dima M. said, I made this a while ago, <clears throat> and he uh, posted a picture that I'll put in the show notes. He said, I had a dream that I was playing as Lara Croft, and the whole game was surviving Camp Crystal Lake. Jason was invincible, but there are <laughs> methods to slowing him down. To beat the game, you have to escape. Five out of five would play. Of course, you'd play. You invented it. So it's like so it's like Alien Isolation, but with a uh, Jason skin. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. I think that'd be cool. Um, Zachary L said Skyrim and Diablo three combo. Andrew T said Legend of Dragoon and Final Fantasy seven. Um, Ryan F said Dune crossed with the Elder Scrolls. Uh, yes, I am a huge fan of Dune, and I think that would be an amazing um, a mashup. Patrick B. said, Silent Hill and Dark Souls. You are a madman, Patrick. Uh, Sean M. said, Monster Hunter and Skyrim, which I then, I replied to him that there is actually a Monster Hunter online, which uh, I think is in China only right now. And it looks brilliant. And I'll put, post a link to some screenshots and some video of it. But there's, it's, it's essentially, uh, and I use the word essentially, um, Monster Hunter and Skyrim in like a sort of like MMO um, uh, universe. Robert P said, uh, "World of Warcraft and the Wheel of Time." I think that'd be cool. Um, any of you guys uh, get into any of the Wheel of Time books? Nope. It seems like something you would like, Derek. Um, it's pretty like heavy, like uh, fantasy fiction. I think you'd like that. Um, Andrew T uh, commented again, but I had to post this one. Mad Max meets Legend of Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really badass. And then what? Uh, M- Matthias, Matthias, uh, P said God of War and Aragon. Yes, seriously, I went there. I don't think, <laughs> I don't know how you could do that. Uh, Matthias, 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 don't know. Um, okay, uh, so again, thank you guys for sending in responses. We absolutely love listener interaction. <clears throat> uh, our question for you this week is what is one game you wish you were better at or g- better or good at competitively or just better in general? Um, and then before I say mine, could I read off a couple of ex- uh, new ones that I just got for the oh my for this week? Oh, God. Week's? Josh, you're letting me down. You should have told me earlier. Go ahead. 
Oh yeah, uh, ter- uh, Chelsea M says Terminator Highlander. Uh, <laughs> Carl, <laughs> I don't know how that would work, but I would love it. Um, Carl L says Marvel versus DC. Um, mm. Yeah. Robert Robert V says Shin Megami Tensei and Fire Emblem, which might as well be fictional at this point. <laughs> um, Matt R says Pokemon and Skylanders, which would be a oh nightmare my for my for our bank accounts but uh yeah i think um we did the did we do the math on the air about how many uh how many amiibos how much it would cost to get all the amiibos i blinked out out of my brain already yeah it's like 650 dollars or something oh fuck you put it back in <laughs> <laughs> but uh lumar uh lumar r says Mega Man and sonic in, a, in video game form not a comic and then noah r says teenage mutant ninjas hurdles and darkwing duck that would be badass that would be really badass uh, I think those two universes would be great together. Um, uh, so yeah, okay, um, Josh, since I cut you off, why don't you go first? What is one game you wish you were better at, either regular or just around the house or competitively? Um, just in general, I would probably say strategy RPGs because I love playing them to a certain point, and then usually when I get about halfway through, I can't progress anymore, so then I just throw it away. <laughs> but if I that's why I name... loved. That's why I loved in the Fire Emblem uh, DS version. There was an autoplay feature where I'm like, I keep dying. I'm just gonna autoplay through this shit. Oh really? Yeah. I, yeah. I was gonna say if you wanted a specific series, I would say Fire Emblem because Awakening is the only one that I've been able to make any decent amount of progress on. Otherwise, I. It's similar to Zelda. I own most of the Fire Emblem series and haven't finished any of them. So mm-hmm. that would be nice to actually get around that one of these days. Okay, um, Derek. What about you? Uh, definitely Smash Brothers because I fucking suck at Smash Brothers, but I also love it so much. Um, I don't know what it is. Like I like I I can beat people that I've never played before, but you know <laughs> that's, that's like you could beat a, you could beat someone who's never walked before in a foot race. <laughs> but you put a but someone puts a couple hours. In. I think I don't have very good eyes. My eye my eyes are pretty bad, and I have color blindness issues. So I feel like I've just constantly no matter the stage no matter the character i'm playing i constantly lose sight of them um like all the time and i and i feel like that's one of the things that impedes me the most but i i'm not very good i lose constantly hmm. so eight player smash must be a nightmare for you i i've only played eight, i only played eight player smash one one night and after a couple of rounds i was like all right, someone else can have the controller because I, I don't even know if I was in that match. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and you know, so I don't know if it's an actual like skill thing because I'm fine at a lot of other fighting games, but I just like something happens with Smash Brothers and I just like can't see shit. Were you, were you good at um, PlayStation All Stars at all, or any of those other like? like... Uh, I only played that for about 15 minutes and I didn't like it. So yeah, I didn't like it either. Yeah, I just um, platinumed see, it. Josh has been playing it a shitload. Yeah, yeah, I platinumed it for the second time. So the second Jesus. time, I wanted to delete it off my Vita, but I wanted to finish it first. So I platinumed it on the PS3 when it first came out, and then I platinumed it on the Vita just so I could delete it and make space for these review games I was getting. You're insane. And and John says I'm a, a lunatic. You're insane. But you hate women. That's the difference. <laughs> Better watch out, Josh, or he'll level up on you. I'll level up all over your face. Oh, Josh is my newest amiibo. Uh, <laughs> terrible, terrible. Um, okay, uh, so mine. Um, my knee-jerk reaction would be Counter-Strike, because uh, I love playing matchmaking, but I realize I'm above average already on that, and not to toot my own horn, but I've been playing it for a long time. So whenever I matchmake, I'm you know first or second. And when I got placed... When I started playing it, I got uh, put in the above average brackets. Um, but I would say the one game that um, years ago that I was seriously into the competitive market was StarCraft II. I was playing it, uh, I was laddering like every day. I was um, playing with coaches that were telling me um, how to, you know, they would they would watch watch me play and practice matches and like coach me like, okay, you need to build this right now. You need to do this. Watch out for that. Um, and fuck, I wish I could get better at that. But I never... One time I was playing uh, 2v2s with a friend, and we got ranked in silver. And we were like, how the fuck did we get ranked in silver? And we promptly got deranked to bronze. And I've never been able to... I was forever bronze in that game. I just wish I could get better. But I don't know what it is. I don't know I don't know what it is. Maybe maybe it's the mouse sensitivity. Because you're supposed to have your mouse sensitivity all the way up. And the games like Counter-Strike, you're supposed to have it as low as possible. I think that's me. Did any of you guys ever play StarCraft 2? Or any of those RT- competitive RP- RTSs? No, not really. For like yeah. a couple hours combined, 
Yeah, we're like just... my friends tried to get me into it, but I sucked, and since I never had a working PC and still don't, um, I would never had the time to get good at it. Do you do you have an N sixty four? I tried playing it on N sixty four, and it's impossible. It was so bad control wise. <laughs> yeah, I remember trying to play the N sixty four version one time, and it was really hard. <laughs> oh well, um, much like me, uh, also really hard. God damn it, my. <laughs> Do you say you're really hard? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm not. I'm not. Um, <laughs> well, not I could, yet. I could, yeah, I could be. <laughs> the show's almost over. <laughs> um, but okay, yeah, on that uh, really awkward uh, note, um, send us in uh, the, the res- your responses. What is one game you wish you were better at, either just around the house or competitively? You can send it to us. Uh, uh, you can email at us. You can Facebook us. You can tweet at us. Uh, if you want to tweet at the... The the actual podcast Twitter account, it's at Geekscape Games. You can find us all at geekscape.net. You can find me on Twitter at Shane O'Hare. Uh, I'm at D. Craneville. And I'm at Inu Joshua. And the uh, recently departed uh, Juan Carlos is at the King of Mars. Uh, and, uh, Sorry to just. Oh, uh, we forgot the contest. Did we forget the contest? No, we didn't forget it. We're going to wait. We're going to. We got to wait for Juan because okay. he was the curator, you know, purveyor of this contest so we have chosen the winners we decided we got some great responses so we're going to give all three of the lucarios away this week no well not this week we decide the winners this week next week we will announce the three winners of the uh, contest yep and so much like the, the episode title the grim fandango code is still up so it's a free game so enter guys and then you could fuck it give it to a friend okay it's a good game um and it's on steam so share it um, as always, uh, you can find us at geekscape.net. I already said that. Uh, come back next week for more of the same, and hopefully one uh, uh, comes back from the dead. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>